If you're thinking, I should go for a run today, but it looks like it could rain, Sierra says, save on epic rain jackets. If you're also thinking, but I can't go out in these beat up old running shoes, Sierra says, save on top brand running shoes. And if you're still thinking, but I'm also busy performing brain surgery, well then we say, you really should have led with that. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store, like now, go. It's hard not to add a side of hot, crispy hash browns to your favorite McDonald's breakfast. It's even harder not to eat said hash browns before you get home. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations at Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between, offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthierhappenstogether. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. You are listening to Like-Minded Friends with Susie Ruffle and Tom Allen. Mm. I, I did it differently. Did you, you did like do it? it differently there. Slightly I went, differently. Uh, uh, I'll just go, mm. But it's all, yeah, it's nice to vary things out. Well, I just feel like we always do the... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's nice to break friends. that out, isn't it? Yeah. I think Frasier might do it similarly. Have you ever had Toss Salad and Scrambled Eggs? No. I don't know if anybody ever has. No. Um... So we thought we'd entitle this one uh, Strange Times. Strange Times, because Strange. It, is, it is the 9th of November 2016. Yes. To anyone that's not listening on the day. Yes. So we've just all woken up to the news in the UK that uh, America's elected a new president. And it's somebody that I think a lot of people were quite surprised by. Reality star Donald Trump. Re- TV's Donald Trump. And uh, I actually woke up to a message from my friend in New York who sent it some time earlier going, I'm freaking out right now. Uh, so I think they must have just called it around about that time. Um, and I, I, I think... Uh, I'm so stunned. Me too. I, I, I didn't... But then again, I was stunned by Brexit. Well, I feel less stunned because of that. I yeah, I, yeah, I've become... Less surprised what people do when they feel like they maybe don't have a voice or they feel like change needs to happen and I don't yeah. care if it's... Yeah, it's considered as yeah. we might like. Yeah. <laughs> or, you know, that it's considered in the in terms that maybe aren't ours. Yes, I mean, of course, yeah. You know, but... Um, I was I was in America last week, so, guys, I don't mind a clang. Clang. Um, and, uh, and so... I, well, I was in New York, so I think it's, it's, a, it's slightly different to sort of experiencing the mainstay of America. So how was it? What was the what were the vibes like in New York? There were so many great vibes, actually. I'm really pleased that I asked um, that question. Yeah. Uh, Evelyn Glennie was there on the vibes. And, I don't know uh, what that means. Uh, the vibes, like the vibraphone. Evelyn uh, Glennie was the deaf, or oh, still is, deaf percussionist. Oh, I thought you were talking about vibrators. Oh, no, Susie. I wouldn't drag us into the gutter. Not... Not in not, this not, not this early. No, we're all in the gutter, but some of us are gazing at Donald Trump. But um, it, it was, uh, the, well, it's, you know, de- it's a very Democrat state, New York. Yes, of course. I think. Maybe not upstate New York, but New York City feels quite... Democratic. Democratic. In the same way that London is. They're yeah. obviously, it's not all. Bit but, um, but yeah, a bit more left, I would say, or a bit more, would be a bit more behind Hillary. And I think they returned, or they, they voted blue. But... Um, 
it was reading articles there about how, like one I read in the New Yorker, guys. I read the New Yorker. Oh my God, you're someone that reads the New Yorker. How exciting. I mean, that's the kind of guy I am. I, d- I never realised. Yeah, people don't realise that about me. Um, and saying how the Democrats lost the working class vote, you know, potentially. And I think it's very interesting to sort of see that kind of narrative, you know, that in the same way I suppose people voted for Brexit because they weren't satisfied with the system. Yep. Um, and they wanted, like you say, change, I guess. But then what do we do... <laughs> I guess those people are thinking, what other choice do we have? How else do we have, how else yeah. do we have our voices heard unless we do something drastic? Yeah, because it's, um, I guess, to a lot of people, for their narrative, whether it's a truth or not, but the narrative they felt or the narrative they ex- seem to be experiencing, uh, the, the status quo wasn't suiting them, I suppose. Yeah. I don't know. No, but it is right. extraordinary, like we were just talking about, how um, a lot of women apparently voted for Donald Trump, and you kind of go considering. I mean, that's that's. Astonishing yeah. to me. I find it so astonishing, and like you know the the whole thing of like you know the the infamous pussy grab mm. video, mm. and so many women just being like you know boys will be boys, and you go it's that sort of thing, yeah, that allows people, yeah, that, has, that allows you know women and men to do terrible things because mm-hmm. yeah. you know you just go oh well that's that's what people do sometimes. And you go, well, no, people need to sort of stand up and be counted for what they have done and who they are. And Yeah. Well, I think as well it's amazing how that's a lot of the negative rhetoric he was saying about immigration and yeah. about the sort of isolationism for America. It, it, it's a lot more exhausting to be like that. To oh, be God, reactionary, yeah. You know, to be... Oh, yeah, Trump loves hate. Fear and hate. Yeah. yeah. It's a, not a nice life, but yet a lot of people subscribe to it, I guess, because there's a comfort to it somehow. But I mean, I feel like people do that, I mean, taking this to the minutiae, obviously, but I feel like... Of course, well, what else can we do? People do that, like, people try and find the misery in so many things. You know, Mm. people on Facebook will very, you know, will love to tell you that they're having a terrible time on holiday or the weather's bad. Oh, yeah. Or that they've, you know, had broken a thumb or something and, like, you know, the woe is me Mm. story. People love that. Yeah, they do. And we love to read them. And people people love to hate. And I think that's such a, it's such a great way of not looking at what's wrong. Yes. Every time that I've, I don't know, been difficult in, you know, a relationship or in a friendship or whatever, I, you know, so often you can go... Guys, I think this might be me. You know, but it's mm. so easy to blame something else. Yes. To blame someone else, to go, yeah, it's, I don't it's, want to take that. responsibility. Yes, I guess that's what it is, isn't it, a lot of the time. Um, but I think as well, like we were saying about um, early on the way here, about the outrage online. Like oh, I yeah, knew as soon as I got it. that message from my friend, I was like, oh, I guess it's gone that Facebook's way then. Facebook's gone nuts, yeah. And then, of course, I looked at Twitter and I looked at Facebook. I mean, also because I wanted to see what people had said about my appearance on Live at the Apollo last oh, night. Oh, guys. 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 Guys, guys, guys. Let me briefly tell you, my darling like-minded friend last night absolutely smashed his first appearance on Live at the Apollo. Well, and for any listeners that are not from the UK, that is a very big deal and something that all comedians nice want to do. Well, and he nice say, had an absolute blast. And of course, I, I, I didn't manage to. <laughs> it was actually that, that televised... Appearance was what made people vote for Donald Trump. I oh, yeah, definitely. But um, the... What, he's anti-gay? <laughs> he's gay? Yeah, I'll go Trump. I'm anti. That If that's what that is. If that's what gay is, I'm anti not. Yeah, I'm out of it. Um, but the... Um, what was I going to say? The, the, the sort of outrage on social media. I, I've, sometimes I'm a bit like, actually... This is is this actually productive? Is this actually does it all just drag us all into this panic and hysteria? Just but I think going, people love the panic and hysteria. That's what I mean. Yes, is that? 
and is that but why is that yeah, in a way, it feels a bit like it's as reactionary as it. But I suppose, of course, you feel it's a very shocking thing. I think when Brexit happened as well, people were very shocked by it, so they need yeah. to express that. But sometimes, like reading it, it's just like we're all we're all doomed. We're all doomed, sort of thing. It's not. I don't know if that's helpful or not. But then, what do we do now? Good question, because I think a lot of people will be like, "I don't want to go into this miserable place. I want to be hopeful." Yes, we can, I'm- sort of thing. Yes, we can. Obama yes, we back. could. <laughs> We'd really like to. Um, um, yeah. See, I found that with sort of Brexit, um, sort of quite a lot of feelings of like, oh God, I, I hate that. It, I hate that I, I'm, I'm, our country's now been somehow forced into this sort of. I don't want to say racist because I think that I think a lot of people that voted for us to leave the EU aren't racist people they're just people that are scared but I think what's really important is that we try and find a positive story within that whether it's you know trying to reach out to people more whether they're your friends mm. or whether they're your neighbours or yeah you, yeah you I know, think that I is true know, and I don't I think... know what else we can do as just citizens in the world or citizens in a country rather than be like this thing has happened yeah now we have to deal with that yeah but Let's be friends. Let's try and help people. Let's try. I think and that's true, and I think yeah, actually, it brings out kindness in people because it's necessary in a way. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like it's needed to be suddenly compassionate and a bit more understanding. Maybe I mean I don't. know. Maybe that's a naive thing to say, but well, I, I feel like I feel very similarly. But maybe we're both naive. Maybe Seems we're both likely, naive. I can't imagine that. But I think, um, <laughs> but I do think like there are a lot of people who love to go online and be like, we're all fucked. And of course, yeah, of course. It's not actually that's not actually helping because I think, like you say, a lot of people are voting for parties that we go oh, but why why would people vote for that when it's such negative things because like, no one else seems to be listening to them of so, course and like, we live in such a liberal bubble a liberal bubble a liberal yeah. bubble yes Michael Bublé Michael Bublé um, but it's a thing of like you know it, it's it's when you know it's, it's it's throwing your toys at the pram it's doing it's doing something because it yeah. feels like I also think as well Politically, I feel like so often we don't actually know what's going on. Yes, it's very easy to base so everything on just clip, clips and sound bites. And so it feels like, you know, what has the government done for me? Yeah, we all, I mean, we can all do that, can't we? But, you know, for us, I'm like, well, you're alive. We have the NHS, we have housing benefits. Yeah. You'd miss that if it was gone. Yeah. If we didn't have healthcare, yeah. you'd know it's about it. It's looking at the wider picture, isn't it, yeah. rather than just, look, I mean, but that's the thing, is it, when people go on online, if you have a lot of liberal like-minded friends yeah. then of course they, they will all be outraged and you'll be like well who's voting for the who's voting for the people we don't sympathise with but lo- loads and loads, loads and loads and loads of people who are not bad people exactly are doing and I think by kind of cutting ourselves off and going it's almost as reactionary in, its, yeah. in itself but I don't know maybe that's again maybe that's a bit of a naive thing to say but um, I don't I mean, it's. I think it's so concerning and so worrying, and I don't think that he was the right person for the job, and I don't think that he's a nice guy. I think that he's a horrible guy, but I think it is the decision that America has made. Yeah, or you know that percentage has. Yeah, and yeah. it's it's very interesting because it looks like it's just kind of similar. It's not. It's quite split, or it was this morning when I looked at the news. Maybe it's gone a bit mm. more towards him, but. but yeah, know, people don't know what to do. I mean, Theresa May, our pres- prime minister, our president, our president, and our president. Um, she was like. I'll work with whoever gets the job. Which, of course, you have to be, don't you? Yeah. You know, you have to be... That's why, you know, people around the world, they were like, well, how's the world reacted? Well, of course the world reacts by going, we welcome the new president and da-da-da, because what alternative does anybody mm. have? Um, and I think, I mean, who knows? Some people say it won't change much because he'll be 
there'll be people going, that's mad, you can't do that. But I don't know. It is scary. Mm. I sort of thought to myself this morning, I wonder how I would feel if I was waking up this morning as sort of, you know, a young gay person in America or a young person of colour in America or someone yeah, of, a, of a different yeah. faith or a Muslim, if you were yeah, to sort of go... Yeah, must be very unnerving. There has been very, a decision made yeah. whilst I've been asleep yeah. that has sort of told me that I'm not as valid yeah. as I thought I was. Yeah, and that must be horrific, mustn't it? That is the, exactly Absolutely. it. Absolutely. And I suppose, how, what, like you say, what is the counter to that? And I suppose I... Cause it, it's very easy to get wound up about that and very emotional about that because, of course, it's so emotive, isn't it? It's such a horrible thought. Yeah. But... Um, but I, my, my issue sometimes with people being hit, well, very outspoken on, on social media actually doesn't achieve anything. You go, we're all fucked, we're all doomed. Actually, I think the actions, like you say, are being about being, if it, if it means we have to be kinder to each other, then that's then let's what we do take that. from it. Then let's yeah. do that. The, you know, positive action rather than... Yeah, because, uh, because what does shouting do? Yeah, sh- yeah. Whereas actually, you're I think... You're just the loudest person. You just, yeah. And I think, I, d- I don't know, you, you sort of hope that... Um, some on some level, human kindness will, uh, prevail. will prevail. But who knows? It must be a horrible, horrible thing. But we are all fucked, guys. We're all fucked. We're all fucked. No, I know a lot of people will be like, oh, you know. Well, Meg in Maryland, for example, tweeted at us this oh, morning. She said, friend. "We need. We, I need a podcast today to cheer me up." So, so I don't know if we've actually. A, we've I don't know if they've actually done that. Okay. Sorry. Well, that's enough on <clears throat> the demon glen. That's just us well, saying. Yeah. Like like um, Jerry Springer did at the end of his shows, you know, oh, when he'd be like, guys, yeah. just be kind to each other. Well, you see, since he's gone off the television, I think people have become a bit less kind. Do you think if Jerry Springer was on TV... Or if he was president... Here we go. Here we go. I mean, my great feelings. people to be president. Go. Well, Jerry Seinfeld. Immediately. Um, Ella DeGeneres. Oh, great. Yeah, love her. Um, Chris Rock. Okay, you're just saying people that you saw Chris Rock in New York last week and he's just in your brain. Yeah. I'm just saying comedians I like. Okay. Who would you say? Tilda Swinton. Me. <laughs> just you. Just me. Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey, good choice. Um, he's already got the outfit. That's the thing. Yeah, it's Someone very easy. acted as... President is surely very well prepared for it. Um, Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Oh, good choice, good choice. There's a veep, which I love. Mm, very good. Now, Tom. Mm. To, to what about, bring... oh, Ina Garten, I'd say as well. Who's that? The Barefoot Contessa, who I'm obsessed with. Oh, the, the the chef. Maybe Pioneer Woman, but I don't know quite what side she lies on. She's she's from Ohio, I think, and I don't know if that's a bit red. I think I it might be a bit red. I wonder, I don't know where uh, Pioneer Is she woman. barefoot when she's cooking? Oh, Ina Garten is, I think, a Democrat, because she used to work for Bill Clinton. She is not ever barefoot. Why that's she... why I call her the Bareback Contessa. Which sounds rude. It does. That's what I say. Why um, is she the Barefoot Contessa? I think because she likes to walk barefoot through her garden. I don't know. She sort of pads around, picks a few herbs. I mean, it's nonsense, actually, now you say that. Maybe she doesn't wear any shoes normally. Is it Sandy Shaw? If only. Only Sandy Shaw had a cooking show. If only Sandy Shaw was president of the United States. Right. Now, Am Tom, I right? To bring... to to To... To take our podcast into uh, lighter territory, mm-hmm. maybe what our listeners are looking for today, rather mm. than just us two being two other people that are lamenting. Two other people like, yeah. Oh my God. Uh, um, yeah. Tom, tell us what happened to you on the streets of New York. So, I was in New York last week, guys. Guys, imagine New York. The hustle. The bustle. The hustle. The bustle. The vibe. The vibe. The, people, the energy. There's, there's a yellow taxi going past. You can see Carrie Bradshaw. I, Carrie Bradshaw's there. Joni Mitchell's singing about it. Everything's happening. Um... And so I was walking down 8th Avenue. Oh, clang. Clang. 
on my way to see Kinky Boots, actually, which is a strange place to go and see it in America because they were doing the English accents. Oh, how was it? A bit? Mostly fine. Occasionally it was a bit weird. A bit. They could, oh, have called it, it, they could have called it Kinky Boats. Um, it was Panky Boats. It was, there were some very odd choices of accents, but it's difficult. It's difficult. Sure. Great show. Great show. Great show. Great costumes. Great costumes. Great dancing. Yeah, when Lola comes out, it's great. I do recommend it as a show. I uh, I was once walking past Kinky Boots um, and I overheard a person looking at the pictures and someone went, that woman looks like a bloke. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, I mean... It's a great show. And on our way there... Still on 8th Avenue. The hustle. The bustle. On 8th Avenue. Feeling... You know, New York is the sort of place where you feel like you can talk to people. You can just be exuberant. Like, I go into shops. I'm like, hi, how are you? I'm fine. How are you? Like, people have conversations. You're being British. Terribly I feel British. like I'm being British. But at the same time, they, they seem quite open to that. Of course. Everything's very exciting. So, I'm walking along. Coming towards us is this woman. Quite a tall woman. She has this amazing coat on. Okay. And so... As we get closer to her, I turn to her and go, great coat, and then just carry on walking. My friend then turns to me and says, Tom, you do know that was Anna Wintour. Anna Wintour, guys. It was Anna Wintour. Anna Wintour, legendary editor of, of the, Vogue. The most powerful woman in fashion in the world. This, this jumped up little, little prick, <laughs> little puff, great coat, like an absolute idiot. Goes up, Anna Wintour. I got to, but then my friend John said the other day, you know what, probably nobody's, nobody ever tells her she looks nice because they're all too scared of her. That's very true. She did sort of glide along. She didn't really acknowledge it. I felt like... Was she on she, roller skates? She was on roller skates as well. I should have maybe Ebony mentioned thing. that. She's on Heelys. <laughs> Can you imagine if Anna Winter was pushing Heelys? Just imagine if that's how she got about. I mean, imagine if she had a hoverboard. So oh. She'd be the first. Everybody would have one. I genuinely thought hoverboards would be a thing by by this time. Uh, do you know what? As well, skateboard. Like I was at Old Street Station a few well, weeks that's where ago. I live. Near, must be going to see you. And there was a man trying to get like some sort of massive amount of baggage through the barriers, and he was screaming at the staff there because they weren't providing any help or even like opening the barriers so he could get everything through. I mean, they could have done more to help. But then I saw he had a skateboard with him, and I thought, you know what? No, I haven't got any sympathy for you. You're a pretty grown man. You're playing with toys. I've got a skateboard. Exactly. Have you really? Yeah, it's like a longboard. I don't use it that frequently, just in the summer. It's quite good fun. What Does it get you along? Yeah, I go really fast on it. <sighs> I've also got a bike, Tom. There's a bike. Your bike is fine. But you, you bought a top hat in Edinburgh because you thought it was fun. <laughs> Yes, that's true. That's and true, but it's different. The thing you have to remember, it's always different when it's me. I do always forget that. Always different when it's me, I think. You do. Um, so Anna Winter was there. Yeah. Um, now, how is that story going to grow in your head? Have you had dinner with Anna Winter now? Is that the story? So, I arrived at Anna Winter's house. Right. Uh, Anna woke Winter her up. met me from the airport. <laughs> <laughs> Holding a little sign. I think she seems all right, actually. I like her. I like her too. She was taller than I thought she would be. Maybe that would be the Heelys. That would be the Heelys. So once you clip those back in, she goes back down. But she also didn't have the sunglasses on. I think that's why I didn't recognise her at first. What are her eyes like? Um, you wouldn't look in them. She could turn you to stone. Just one eye, like a cyclops. Yes, that's what people don't realise. Like Layla in Futurama. Yes, beautiful. Beautiful, but, but unusual. Um, 
so she she I saw her, which was very exciting. Then went to the comedy cellar. Oh yeah. Saw a couple of comics I knew. Yep, sure. They were getting ready to introduce my friend Michelle Wolf, or at least I thought they were. Uh, who was on and they were saying somebody who you might know is quite famous and Michelle is on the Today Show so I thought oh that's exciting that's, that's exciting. nice that's they nice. really built her up they really built her up and they were like don't take photographs don't make a fuss don't make it weird people the comedy seller people come down here because they know it's a good gig good show to try out stuff um, and we're like yeah sure that's nice for Michelle and then the comedy said so ladies and gentlemen please welcome to the stage Chris Rock everyone went nuts Chris Rock Everybody went nuts. How exciting. How exciting. I lost my mind. He's brilliant. He was so brilliant. And I was like breathless. with. I was like sc- like screaming when he walked out. He walked right by me. So exciting. And he had an orange hat on, on stage. The next day, I'm walking through the village. I see an orange hat. I had to buy it. So now I've got one. I'm just oh, like, like an orange beanie. Like an orange beanie, exactly that. What a look. What a bold look for Tom Allen. It's a really bold look for me, but I'm really enjoying it. Good for you. Mm, mm. I feel like I'm just Chris like Rock. Rock. Yeah. He is so funny. Sometimes I recite some of his material. Does not go down well. Yeah, I can imagine you need to be really picky about what stuff What bits you do. I choose to do. Yeah. yeah. I think it's it's actually not. I think jo- you should not do that. Joke Thieves has not gone well for me. Yeah, I can imagine that. I can imagine that. Um, See, it's exciting, isn't it? Because like, you would think that... You know, we are quite lucky in comedy in that we sort of sometimes see famous people or we know some people that are quite well known mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because we work with them. Yeah. Uh, but I had a very similar thing when I was, again, in New York. Clang, oh, Clang. At Hannibal Buarez's night. Oh. And they introduced Louis C.K. Louis Calvin Klein. Right. Came. And was that, did everyone start screaming? Yeah, most people did. Like, it was... People just c- couldn't believe it was is happening, sort of thing. You know, oh. it's just yeah. He's just such a big star. Yeah, very exciting. He's huge, isn't he? And when you think, like, actually, Louis C.K. is probably more more recent in a way. Like, he's had a more recent kind of oh god, yeah, massively so. I mean, he was yeah. on the circuit for like twenty years. Yeah, yeah. Just doing the gigs. Chris Rock. I don't know what his ascendancy was. Actually, I don't know when he. Oh, I would say like. Mid two thousands, like maybe two thousand, no, maybe two thousand and two, yeah, two thousand and three, that sort of time. Right. I, I saw him yeah. at Hammersmith Apollo once. Oh, did you was, go to the Apollo? Show? Oh, I wish I'd gone to that. It was. It, He's fifty, you know. Before I did stand up, yeah, yeah, I can believe that. Yeah. He um. Very handsome man. Yeah, he I have is. To say very handsome. Even with that hat on, you could see how handsome he was. Is that why you got the hat? Yeah, because I wanted to be just like him. Yeah, he's a great comic. He's a great comic. Great comic. Really great, like, thought-out thoughts, you know? I would love to hear his stuff on Trump. Yeah, really interesting. But he was kind of like, he was like, you don't need to sensationalise him. People, he's saying about people sensationalising, he's like, you don't need to sensationalise him. He's clearly an outrageous person. Because I think people were like, oh my God, can you believe he said this? And it's like, you don't need to shout about it. I mean, it's surely ridiculous. I mean, now, looking back, of course, that doesn't, <laughs> doesn't look so true. Yeah. Chris, what were you thinking? But, um, but yeah, yeah. But uh, it was a wonderful time. I had a wonderful time there. And what do you... Do you have any holiday, other holidays booked? Going centre parks. Of course you are. Yeah. Not yeah. two centre parks, just going centre parks. I'm just going centre parks, which is a great place to go around on a, on a skateboard. Well, you can take mine if you're very good. Oh, I'd like that. I think I'd fall off it. I have to get elbow pads. You can wear your top hat, though, because you've not worn that yet, <laughs> have you? Oh, here comes Tom on a skateboard wearing a top hat. It seems he's finally lost it. <laughs> There's a Monopoly board gliding towards us. Very good, yeah. If I have my boots on. Um, have you got any holidays coming up, Susie? Not at the moment, no. Nothing? Nothing. Maybe you should book something. I think I might. 
Or do you fancy a bit of sunshine or what? Oh, yeah, I love a bit of sunshine. Or maybe actually New York would do some good. I would love to go to New York. Because I think, like, New York's not going to change. No, it's not. A lot of Trump Towers you see everywhere. But apparently he doesn't own those. So he didn't build those towers. He leases out his name to them. Yeah, I think that's right. Bizarre. Sorry, we've stopped talking about him. We, we, we're, we're, try, talking we're trying to we're him. trying to distract people from the news today. We'll just keep going back to it. But it's there, you know. You it's good to reference it. It's good to reference it. You can't control. That's the thing I think with a lot of these things. You can't control it, so you just kind of feel so frustrated. But then just reference it and move on. Reference it, and move on. But maybe a little trip to New York would do you some good. Maybe it would. Go and do. Hey, some. any New York? Any New York friends uh, listening to the podcast? Have a oh. have a suggestion on where a little chickadee like me could oh, stay? Oh, someone take me nice. out gay clubbing? Oh, yeah. It's interesting to know where the gays go in in New York these days because there's sort of I think it's a bit like London. A lot of the clubs have sort of closed down. There used to be a place called Splash, I think, which had like guys on. They'd have like showers, like where go go. Would it be like a boys' club? Maybe it was more boys, yeah. I think it was more like, what was his name? Charlotte's friend in Sex and the City. Anthony? Yeah, a bit like that. Right. But um, there's also the cock. That's very much a boys club, actually. Yeah, what, what makes you say that? I don't know. But Yeah, see, that's the thing with with clubs in London, like gay clubs, is that it's become a lot of the sort of mainstream gay clubs have become places where like hen parties go. Yeah, that's the which, problem. as you know, is my pet hate. Yeah, I don't, do you know what? I'm going to say this. Go on. I don't like hen parties. Say I don't it. like stag parties, actually. Don't like... So it's not... It's just... I don't like this whole culture of, look at me, it's really important that I have the best time. And like getting dressed up so you, like, you make yourself the centre of attention. I just think it's disgusting. It's bad behaviour. It has to stop. You heard it here first. What do you think about that, though? Is that too harsh of me? I think it's a little harsh. Mm-hmm. I think that some girls um, like just having a bit of a piss up and it's very exciting you know if you've thought about getting married you know for a lot of your life and it's something you've always wanted to do it's sort of a big celebration I just think a lot of the time it's undignified well I think we put up we go oh it's a stag or it's a hen oh yeah, it's full of hens and it's like bad behaviour not acceptable I agree with that but then I've also been sick into a gutter in Tenerife on a hen do so I can't really okay well I can't really comment too much I've never been sick into a gutter some of us are throwing up into the gutter <laughs> <laughs> We're all in the gutter, and some of us are throwing up. Some of us <laughs> happen to be throwing up in Tenerife. See, I wouldn't like to be. I wouldn't like to be hung over in the sunshine. Oh, it was fine. Was Got it over really quickly? Go in the had sea, a, cools you down. I had a half a lager at midday. <gasps> oh, sorts you out. Doesn't sorts it? you right out. Mm, yeah, yeah, I've heard that. Or a white wine. Some people say a white wine. A white wine. I had a very nice time in Norwich the other day. Oh yeah. Sorry, you had to leave early. I did have to leave early. We were doing a charity gig for a very a ver- dear dear friend. Um, not a like-minded friend. Not a like-minded friend, just um, a dear friend. Just a dear friend. Lovely gig in Norwich at the Playhouse and went to this place afterwards called Gonzo's. Oh, my God. It was open so late. I had such a fun time. Did you get smashed? Yes. How drunk? Um, 7.5. Oh, okay. Out of 10. Not, not like you didn't, on You didn't have your own breathalyzer. I didn't have my own breathalyzer. I think I'd be dead at 7.5. <laughs> um, <You're> dead. <laughs> it's a bit like Twin Peaks in there. Lots of um, cladding. Oh. Mm. Mm. Very nice. Mm. Mm. Now, um, Tom, we are we are we are approaching the end of our oh, of our time together. Um, uh, of course, if you want to watch Tom's live at the Apollo, it will still be on iPlayer. iPlayer. I suggest you do that because yes. it's brilliant. Yes. And also, Tom, remind us when your Soho Theatre run is. So we are running from twenty eighth of November to third of December, uh, and it's uh, six nights at the Soho Theatre in London. And I'm very 
very thrilled but quite anxious about playing it, uh, especially because it's the main room there. So I am very flattered. They've they've offered it, indeed given it to me. But um, it's no, it's very exciting. It's going to sell very well, and you're going to have six wonderful shows. Well, if you're around, it would be lovely to have you there, uh, and you can get details on SohoTheatre.co.uk or uh, my my homepage, as we used to say, homepage, tomindeed.com forward slash shows. Very nice indeed. Susie, you have just announced your run at Soho Theatre. I have indeed. I'm very excited. It's the first time I'm doing my show at the Soho Theatre. I'm over the moon about Mm. it. I will be there in January. I'll be there on the 29th, 29th, 30th, and then the 1st of February. Brilliant. So the end of January, it's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Brilliant. Um, Please come along. There's tickets available at sohotheatre.co.uk or uh, the link is actually not yet on my website, but I need to do that immediately. But yeah, uh, it's all on my Twitter and stuff. And then, of course, Tom and I are still on tour and dates are being still added for next year. On tour, insisting on going on tour. We're having a lovely time and we're very much looking forward to going to Brighton on Saturday. Yes, it's, um, it's sold out. Sold out, so don't come. But... Um, I mean, come if you've got tickets. Yeah, of course. That's sort of annoying. Uh, but uh, no, we're very excited about that. And what's our next one the week after? We've got uh, Nottingham. There's still some tickets left Nottingham, for that. Nottingham, yeah. Uh, I think Birmingham sold out, but maybe double check the website in case any holds have been released. We've got Manchester coming up. That's sold out. Almost sold out, almost I think. Sold out. Yeah. Uh, Wrexham. Wrexham. We're really looking forward to going there. Bridport. Uh, Bridport, yes. There's quite a lot of tickets left in Bridport, I think, Tom. Susie, shh. People need to think we're huge we're massive in Bridport. Stars. We're huge in Bridport. <laughs> It'll be lovely. It'll be lovely. So do um, do come along. Uh, details again, suzyruffle.co.uk. Or tomindeed.com. Perfect. Can um, I just uh, briefly oh, do one other thing, if yeah. possible? Um, I am currently working on quite an exciting project uh, for a pilot that I'm doing oh, yes. for a uh, yes. for a TV company. And um, I'm looking for people that um, maybe have reached out to me in the past or people that um, have sort of found uh, some sort of similarity between themselves and me uh, with relation to being gay or trying to find someone in the media that's gay that's like them, maybe a gay woman or, or a gay guy, you know. Um, and so I'm quite interested in talking to people about maybe their coming out stories or how it's mm. been uh, for them being a gay person in the world. And um, I would love to talk to anyone that feels like they have a story or feel like they'd be open to chatting to me. Um, if you wanted to get in touch, uh, please get in touch on um, the Like Minded Friends email address, which is chat to likemindedfriends at gmail.com. Um, yeah, just reach out and get in touch. Maybe you've got an interesting coming out story or being out at work or maybe it's positive, maybe it's negative. But I just think um, I'm, I'm really excited about the potentially making something mm. that um, isn't out there at the moment and that feels, yeah. you know, we'll be covering some things that are sadder and some things that are more positive, but, but to sort of let people know that there's a journey after coming out. And so I'd be mm-hmm. really interested to chat mm-hmm. to anyone that would yeah. like to share those stories with me. Very exciting. Do get in touch. Um, and uh, yeah, just have a good week. Have a great week. Don't, you know, keep being yourself. Keep being yourself. Keep being the, what is that Gandhi quote? I mean, it would be it would have more impact if I'd remembered it. Yeah. Be the, change, be the change you want to see in the world. Be the change you want to see in the world. And also maybe treat yourself to a nice jumper. Oh, yes. You know, when right. I was in New York, I bought myself a new sweater from Uniqlo. I, mean, I keep hearing about all the things you bought, but did I get I did I get a little tiny apple on a key ring? You know, did I get... Oh, did, did you I want that? No, oh, I, didn't, I, didn't, I, didn't I should have done that. Didn't get a snow globe with the Empire State oh, Building in it? Nothing. But Uniqlo bought myself two jumpers, grey one. I think I bought it that was a size too small, didn't I? What oh, that's idea. great. That'll fit me. Yeah. Actually, yeah. I said, oh, well... 
Anyway. My gift from New York. <laughs> but I bought a sort of bought a sort of burgundy red one. Very it's good cashmere, color. as they cashmere. say there. Cashmere, not cashmere. Cashmere. Weirder. Uh, and I bought a new pea coat. Really happy with that. Well, Tom, I mean... Yeah, so keep, keep your eye out for that. Also a new pocket square, sort of floral. I mean, Tom's really got a lot going on. If you're worried about the world, buy yourself a pocket square and be nice to each... If you, you know... What was the Jerry Springer? Oh, we forgot. Be good to each other or something. So, yeah. Some shit. Be, yeah, be be nice to each be kind to each other. Be nice to each other. Look, guys, don't be dicks. Have Just a great week. Don't be week. a fucking dick. Bye. 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 B